0: figure out why I do that and welcome thing. Retro course. No, I don't know if that was my first podcast, it was definitely one of my favorite R.I.P.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, welcome, welcome everybody. Moral talking Connection, and uh, I'm not sure how it happened, but there's a Castlevania series on Netflix and that shit snuck up on me. Well, I, don't know, I can't come up with that. Snuck up on me and snap my neck on solid snake, same fisher, that guy from the But yeah, let's hope it's good. Who knows, maybe it'll revive uh, Castlevania in a good way and we'll finally get a game about the Demon Castle War. Just hoping. For all I know, it's probably based on most Obsidian games, so I haven't played any of them, so no longer certain. Uh, Sure, they're fine, they just look too much like Castlevania of War 2 Ghosts of Town, Whatever. Anyhow, more Batum, so uh, please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, in spite of the world's attempts to keep me from doing it, we've uh, come back to Batum. Even though the sort of basis for us reviewing it is all has uh, fucked off to Jupiter or whatever the hell he's doing. He probably actually fell asleep. But, yeah. <laughs> it's just me and Mike again. Hello. We watched episodes five through eight. So, how do you feel about this next, this uh, additional crop of episodes?
2: Well, I'm gonna say it's a little heavy on the rape, <laughs> just a tad bit rape heavy, uh, uh, without without actually having any rape. Oh, effect.
0: okay. Just because they keep coming back to
2: yeah her trauma, like, really hurt. I mean, just just like it's like she just comes into a bad situation every week. They're really focusing on this, like, the whole series. Ever since episode two, it's like very focused on like, she is, she can't trust men cause she's almost been raped several times. And it's, it feels a little inelegant, like it's, it's more than just bashing me over the head with it. Yeah, uh, I get that it's like you know the scenario. It makes sense. Like it's a it's a woman on an island with a bunch of insane men. Like it makes sense, but at the same time, it's it's like it's kind of too much. Yeah, like I'm I'm wondering why they're so fixated on it.
0: Um, because there's uh, fewer female characters and um, I think that whoever wrote this, um, kind of with the whole relationship between uh, the Blondie and Pro Tag Man, but really it's just a lot of choices in this uh, story in general, is I feel like they make the best with bad calls. They do. Uh, I feel like they, they do good with what they have. The problem is, is what they have is due to what feels like bad or at the very least off judgment creatively speaking
2: yeah you know it's kind of like we were just talking about uh, these fan cuts of of star wars and with those it's kind of like it's like what if like the prequels had a better editor mm-hmm. but you know then your mind kind of wanders or it's like well what if they had it what if they had the same shitty script, but like a really good director or they a really good actor instead of Hayden Christensen? Uh, Not that he's bad, but he's bad in that movie. Uh, in re- regards to the whole
0: what if they had a good editor, I think I was listening to some, some I can't remember which podcast it was on the network called Laser Time. And... I think it was laser time. I'm not sure. But uh, basically the implication was that um, where Star Wars was made wasn't, you know, when it was filmed by George Lucas as much as when it was edited after said filming. Mm -hmm. And they were kind of citing both how the original trilogy had all this other stuff going on with it, whereas the original was more... Lucas's vision, and is by and large reviled.
2: Yeah. Um, And it's, I think, because Empire Strikes Back is such a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. But you had, like, Lawrence Kasdan and Irvin Kirshner. Lawrence Kasdan helped write the script. Mm -hmm. It was, like, based on George Lucas's story. I don't know how much of it. He probably had all the major points. Mm -hmm. But it's like bringing it back to this show, it feels like it's like the, the it's it needed some edits in the in the flow of the whole thing. I think, mm-hmm. but like it's almost like they pull it together with the editing and like the you know, the uh, the art and the pacing and it's like they've made it so well mm-hmm. that I. I would never say that this is bad, but it parts of it are tiresome.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it's like the it, it's sort of like
2: a lot of bad
0: it, it's kind of the opposite of what I think what usually happens. It's in this case it's bad ideas executed well versus <laughs> <laughs> good ideas with horrible execution.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it really is when I think about it more, like it's really just that character, like I don't even dislike her. it's just like it's like they didn't know what to really do with her, mm, so they just have her get captured and and get almost raped for for fucking how many years
0: now not even not even just what to do with her as much as like. How do I, how do, how does this progress? Or like, or like, what can be a threat? And they only, like, it's only when she's actually tied to a bed that someone finally gets the idea to threaten her with something besides rape.
2: Yeah, but it still comes off as rape. It still, yeah. (laughs) And then they pull like a U turn and be like, I saw a ghost. But then it turns out the ghost is just another lady who's there to warn her about rape.
0: And yeah, and is also like, oh my god, I hate men so much. <laughs> I mean, she seems over it a bit quicker when you find out she there's very, someone very specific that she hates. Mm-hmm. Like she seems to be interacting comfortably with the uh, pro tag man in the uh, episode not the episode preview, but like the post credit scene.
2: Mm-hmm. Um What was I guess? Oh yeah, I've was- speaking of like odd u-turns and like strange bad decisions that actually are executed kind of well is like the whole lizard showing up yeah like the the lizards show up and it's just a whole episode of them running from lizards yeah and it's like what like okay but... like
0: i i imagine um i'm i'm gonna assume that we find out that the lizards were put there rather than being indigenous because oh, that... We don't That's see a assumed. whole lot else there. There's fish in the water. I think maybe you see a bird on occasion, and then there's giant lizards that only come out at night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and I love how they tack things on like that. We're like, how come you could do that? And they'd be like, oh, because like I I had to push the button and then I went up and threw it. Like, how, wait, we gotta we gotta go through this forest. Oh, don't worry. The lizards only come out at night. Mm. <laughs> They're really good at, like, tacking on. Like...
0: Yeah, there's, like, weird bits of stuff. Like, I think, yeah, Sakamoto was saying at one point. Like, on the one hand, apparently the um, bombs you get are set to you unless you kill mm-hmm. somebody and take theirs. But you can also take a bomb that was, let's say, thrown at you if you run up to it and disarm it. <laughs> mm
1: hmm.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of exposition it, it's it's like every time I, in my head I'm like wait a minute why or how come this like somebody just says why yeah and I'm not sure that I like that but I don't hate it
0: <laughs> Well, and, the, and then and then we come back to the uh, good execution bad idea thing where they like give you an explanation that seems pr- plausible plausible enough to keep you in it and it's like but like if you had the, for, if you, you have the capacity to come up with, uh, an answer to this really dumb situation, then why did you put yourself in the dumb situation to begin with? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But, uh, I guess, um, let's, uh, try and get off of that weird conundrum for a minute. Um... <laughs> I think if those giant lizards were actually Komodo dragons, uh, um, home homeboy would be dead. I'm pretty Played. sure. I'm pretty Played sure fast. a bite from those things are well. One, yeah, they wouldn't have been able to outrun those things.
2: Oh, you mean old man?
0: Yeah, yeah, um,
2: salary man. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure those things, the bites on those things, were super toxic. Yeah,
2: asshole, salary man yeah
0: yeah uh finding out what his deal was where um unlike uh pro tag man, he's actually really good to his family but is a total prick at work
2: Mm-hmm. oh yeah, and that's it i'm i I watched the dub, I picked a lane, and it was the dub mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what he says in the sub, but when Sakamoto flashes back to like his parents. And he literally throws the "You're not my real dad" line at the. He basically says the same thing in the sub. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Some of those, uh, those, those scenes really paint him as like a monster. Yeah, he's a cocksucker. Just just a just a total prick, and like you don't get as many with salary man, but like they give you a nice bit of variance of him at work like the one shot of him yelling at somebody, the other shot that's clearly him sucking up to someone, and then mm-hmm. the third one of him just kind of like smugly smiling as somebody's forced out of the office, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah I don't know, it kind of reminds me of when I was uh, younger, I guess like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something when I was, like the whole him being in a dark room just playing games Mm -hmm. and being kind of shitty to people in the real world is, I kind of felt like, not that I was shitty, but I was always kind of like guarded Mm -hmm. and, and like was like, people would say things to me and I wouldn't really register them. Mm -hmm. sometimes i would but i would like in my head like feel the need to not respond Mm
1: -hmm.
2: i think that could have been conceived as like mean Mm. or like not caring but really just in such a daze that i just didn't give a shit about anything yeah but um so i kind of and it's it's an interesting, like that's an interesting part of this, is like the kind of study of like gaming culture,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: like like being a gamer, yeah, like what, what it's really like. It's mm-hmm. it's it's not super like it's not like parodied like it always is. Um, that whole just because that was my my life for a while. I was. Like I, because the the game reminds me of Jedi Knight kind of, where you go into a server and mostly everyone is standing around talking. Mm-hmm. Just because that's the way, like the free for all kind, of, like that's how it evolves. Like the game is designed for you to always be like killing other people, but you can turn your lightsaber off. So that's what people did. They started these little communities where they just hung out, mm-hmm. developed their own hierarchy system, like didn't initiate attacks unless you start a duel or like agree to one. It's mm-hmm. really weird, but that's kind of what it reminded me of seeing them like get married and shit in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's like he's in costume.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, has me thinking about like some. I never really went all in on MMOs, but there were some I played a decent amount of. uh, Once I played with friends. I think, uh, in the regard to what you're saying, though, I think I'm probably thinking about when I was in Vegas more than anything else and actually isolated. Mm hmm. I didn't really know anyone out there, so most of the time, like, if I wasn't working or shopping, like, getting groceries and stuff, I was just sitting at home in front of the computer. And I was learning how to interact with people, (laughs) but this is, like, the tail end of my, like, serious business shut-in days, so Mm -hmm. I would sort of do the same thing where, like, people would say something and I wouldn't respond, but usually that's because I was actually scared. (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah you know there's a whole i remember being like oh like that's interesting or i would even respond in my head but not say it out loud because i felt like people would think i was stupid or something Mm -hmm. for saying what i had to say out loud um yeah it's it's weird because i'm like staying at my parents house right now and like it I kind of fall back into some of those like not totally it's different a lot different now but it's the anime just reminds me to not be a shitty (laughs) weirdo yeah kinda
0: um sorta and I don't know if this situation is really like uh equivalent equivocable karma (laughs) like a lot of this and I think it's revealed at this point that a lot of this is just like nefarious doings for um, uh, business purposes both business purposes and just like the shady desires of people with more money than Mm -hmm. God
2: yeah, sadism.
0: Um, is, it, is it.? Yeah, there's a lot of sadism going
2: around. What <laughs> does that guy say? He's like we're watching all these people kill each other on this island. It's like we're God watching ants. There's yeah. Which
0: is funny because, um, right before that, uh, Fat Hatter is like, yeah, a lot of the viewers have a hard time with, uh, with the. Blood and gore So we've uh, Reduced these things To 3D models <laughs> It's like <laughs> Like Genteel ass Psychopaths What the fuck
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah It's like It's too just, messy
2: If you're gonna Change it Back Why do it In the first place
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well They still want The actual audio
2: Yeah They want the drama
0: yeah, <laughs>
2: Jesus yeah. Christ! It's pretty. It's. I feel like it doesn't actually. Well, these ones didn't get that gory, except when a uh, fucking black Rambo cuts a uh, salary man's fingers off. Yeah,
0: that was rough.
2: Like fucking Chapel. Yeah. Oof, remember Chapel.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> and
2: he cuts that guy's fingers off before he goes in and fucks that hooker. Yep. <laughs> I hate that. I would hate that. Oh God, I hate that.
0: Yeah, that that does kind of bring up something I would have liked to talk about with uh, Joe, which is, um, as it turns out, we might not have to kill. None of us might. I should say, none of us will have to kill the other. Mm-hmm. But it does mean at least one of us is probably going to lose a hand. <laughs> and while I was willing to dive on the grenade, um, we're going to have to come up with some with a more diplomatic process for who loses a hand. Because I play a lot of uh, action-heavy games, I can't Me play J- I can't play my character action games minus one hand.
2: <laughs> Me and Joe both need our hands for our jobs, though.
0: <laughs> what the screw that no, <laughs> I was willing to dive on the grenade.
2: Yeah. I'm not losing nothing. That's like one of the big, big things I hate. So since Joe's not here, he can do it. <laughs> Sorry, Joe.
0: Well, yeah, that's the yeah you you were you were late, so. We're but gonna also, have, but we that, maybe we can maybe if we can find ice on the island, we can like pack it up and then uh, attach it later.
2: But we talked about this on the last episode where we we kind of ruled out pulling the things out because it they we kind of at least I assumed that it would like stop your heart because it was connected. But if that girl lost her hand and still lived. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's possible to just cut the thing out. Uh, possibly. Because she should have died. See, I th- I think
0: it was. They say it's connected to your heart, but it might just be used as a means of monitoring your vitals.
2: Hmm. I think that's what they did say, but I kind of assumed because you know it'd be too easy to just cut it off. But that is what ended
0: up happening with her. The mm-hmm. thing is, is uh, again, uh, good execution. Um, one of the things driving uh, main character towards thinking he can escape is mm-hmm. that he sees the game as flawed, like it's not perfected yet. Mm-hmm. And I, guess, I feel like some of that shows in the fact that um, you have some unfair advantages in people showing up to the island with weapons already. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's her name has the taser Rambo's got his knife Um, and even when Fat Hatter is like displaying the game to people he mentions that okay this is a a vast improvement over the last model so it could be they are actually like maybe this is early in the cycle of these games or they're just trying to improve it or whatever there's things to Mm -hmm. exploit And this could just be one of them.
2: My sister has a bunch of chocolate in here.
1: Hmm.
2: (laughs) Score. Um, But yeah, it seems to, like, I really wonder how it's all going to turn out. Like, uh, because it's, when you have a scenario like this, there's only a few different outcomes. It's like, one person or two people just kill everybody Mm -hmm. or they kind of like trick the system into getting away out from multiple people,
1: Mm -hmm. which
2: is kind of a cop out. But if they can make it interesting, like you don't want, you can't have the bad guys win in this scenario.
1: I don't,
0: I don't know if that's really a cop out, but you definitely have to earn it. Yeah. There's gotta be some effort made to get to that point.
2: Well, I guess what I mean to say is it can't be a cop-out.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like you've got to put the amount of struggle, both physical and emotional, that would go into a person having to murder people and put that towards the escape, which could still mean the person has to murder people. Mm-hmm. They just feel maybe a bit less bad about it, but maybe have to kill more people in the process. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I feel like they maybe need the last two episodes to take place. Like they're just off the island already.
0: That would be ideal, though. I kinda I kinda doubt it. They'll do that.
2: Yeah, me too. I'd like it. I don't know. This.
0: Also we find out that um <laughs> Escape is no guarantee... uh, Not escape, but, like, winning the game is no guarantee you'll never have to do this again. Because in the post credit scene, we uh, find what may be the evilest character in all of this anime Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) has returned and is likely going to be the new antagonist. Yeah. That doctor was a piece of
2: shit. Yeah. But speaking of pieces of shit, the, uh... Black Rambo dude, which in the in the dub he has like a really silky smooth like black dude voice. That's tight. But I seem to re- recall him having like a just a really deep, yeah, it's, crazy a, voice. it's a
0: deep gruff sort of voice in the in the sub.
2: Yeah, I was really surprised to hear his voice in the dub because he's mm. just he's very like silky smooth, like he talks real slow and he doesn't sound real angry. <laughs> Sounds or like he's s- gonna sell you some malt liquor Yeah <laughs> Exactly Speaking of Star Wars
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah and, and it feels like, like At this point I do wanna say I'm all in on Salary Man. Like if they do a heel turn I'm gonna be pissed uh, What'd you say? I said if they do a heel turn on the salary man, I'm going to be pissed.
0: Me too. Because uh, he's established himself as... Not only has he established himself as... Okay, um, sorry. The rapper's kind of getting to me. Um, not only has he established himself as super clutch, but he's also gotten the sympathy maybe more than any other character in this because he stays getting fucked up.
2: Yeah... He was crying a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. He had his fingers cut off, and that's after the uh, fucking lizard bite.
2: Yeah, shout out to the the dub guy, because he was, like, crying up a storm.
0: Okay, yeah, I remember they amped it in the case of uh, main character dude in the first episode, so I imagine, yeah, they probably amped it up to great success there, too.
2: Well, I mean, he had, like, he just had tears coming out everywhere. As hard as they went on fat guy's sweat, they went pretty hard on that guy's tears.
0: Yeah. I'd probably cry like that, too, if I lost my fingers cut off. God fucking damn it.
2: Although I was kind of thinking, like, hey, you, you lost all your fingers. Why not just... Take the little more off.
0: Yeah, just take the hand.
2: Yeah. You get the little, or was it the wrong hand? I think it was the, the hand with the thing on it, right?
0: I'm not sure. I can't remember.
2: I'm pretty sure it was.
1: <sighs>
2: yeah. We got a glimpse of a random fake ass go go yubari.
0: fake ass go-go yubari. Uh,
2: yeah. There's like the the girl in the sweater that's like lovey with this one guy, but then she pushes into oh, yeah. the lizards. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, she was evil. Mm. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that was kinda grimy. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like she's part of what I'm gonna call Team Evil. I have no confirmation of there being a Team Evil, but I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a Team Evil.
1: Hmm.
2: Is, uh. Wait, uh, so my brother kinda was watching it in and out, but he was thinking that that lawyer guy. Mm-mm. Was that the lawyer guy that was with the kid?
0: Yeah, the you want to talk about turns? That guy turned evil two seconds after immediately.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's, uh. He's weird.
0: He goes full on psycho. Which I guess isn't. The, I guess no point in worrying about that, though, because he also goes down like a total chump. <laughs> fight between uh, him and main character guy lasts like a grand total of, what, five seconds?
2: Yeah, he gets blown up.
0: Yeah. And then, uh... Rambo fucks up main character guy, but Blondie takes him out.
2: Yeah, what's her name? Himiko?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not a real name, but... That's the only name we've been given thus far. Uh
2: So that's another thing is again like the choice like to have her be like oh no I can't I don't want to tell him who I really am and to have him be like oh I love her so much but it's not her but I still love her wherever she is. It's like a pretty annoying choice, but at the same time, like for some reason, it doesn't really bother me that much.
0: Well, one of the things I like that came out of it was when he was, you see, he, he, I think he's thinking to himself, like, you know, I did all this because I thought this was my internet wife, and then thinks to himself, but now that I've done it, basically, now that he's done it, he has the confidence in himself to kind of move forward. And. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate him getting some kind of motivation again.
2: Yeah, it was made the sorry. best of a bad call. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I um, when he's like meets her for the first time and mm-hmm. they have that little standoff. Mm-hmm. And then she tases herself. Again, uh,
0: which is, it's a dumb way for that fight to end, but I like that it came about because he's now terrified of tasers.
2: <laughs> yeah, see, I I actually, when she fell on top of him, I literally screamed out loud. that I was just like, this is wee bullshit. Yeah. Um, I just yelled it out loud. That was
0: bad, all the scenes that followed it, where he's like, oh, I mustn't, but... It's so <laughs> tempting. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God.
2: Yeah. Uh, this uh, is
0: not how people work, cartoon. They're,
2: they're really getting into, like, the shades of creepiness.
0: Yeah, I mean, really, this was just, like, uh, the author's perversions projected through the main character.
2: Yeah, pretty
0: much. <laughs> it's like, I'm thinking about these scenes in the manga, and I'm like... you drew this with a stiffy
2: <laughs> yeah it's like he's like working like that's the kind of thought that you have in your head and then are just like immediately like no yeah you're just kind of like ah ah get out Ew, ah, but for him it's like he's like going through the motions before yeah. he's like no like the and thought is
0: controlling him yeah, it's, I mean, he even reacts that way. He even, like, pulls his own hand back, and he's holding it like, no.
2: Yeah, I... Uh, I hesitate to say that there's something wrong with whoever wrote this. <laughs> but, like, I think there's something wrong with the person that wrote this.
0: I don't know. There's a part of me that thinks it's, like, veiled fan service. And, like... <laughs> Not quite as sinister as it seems but definitely more sinister than you'd hoped
2: yeah it's um it's almost like they kind of teeter this edge Mm
1: -hmm. to
2: and maybe it's not the case like like they teeter this edge where they don't want to condone it but they're going to be real stoked when the rule 34 stuff comes out yeah pretty much yeah it's. I mean her titties are just huge and they're all over the place
0: they're ridiculous
2: yeah uh, but at the same time like it's that thing where it's kind of like it's almost a sweet story like yeah two internet <laughs> internet husband and wife meet for the first time but they don't know it it's like you've got mail but with like Way more if, like, if Tom with, Hanks got real uncomfortable with McRae.
0: In a death game. Yeah. It sounds a little like that thing uh, we were trying to create.
2: Dave Chappelle is the salary man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that's uh, one thing I did want to cover uh, before we got to uh, recommendations is... Um, I noticed an element in this that I think pops up, not necessarily in every survival game, uh, anime, but in a lot of them, and I'm pretty sure there was some element of this in Battle Royale with the main character. Actually, not even the main character, another character, but, um, <laughs> where you have a situation that's meant to bring out the worst in a person and it brings out like the best in them instead because mm-hmm. that seems to be very much what's going on with the main character, where as we are treated to more and more of his life prior to the island and finding out how much of a shitbag he is, he is in turn while on the island going out of his way to help and save people. <laughs> like he, It's bordering on Ace Rimmer Syndrome.
2: I don't know what that is. Um. Um.
0: So, it's a character in the show called Red Dwarf, who is the goodest good guy in existence.
1: Mm-hmm. To
0: the degree that any time there's, like, an explosion, he either dives on it or dives in front of someone who might get hit with it on pure reflex.
2: hmm Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... There's a lot of kind of they're exploring some very base instincts, mm-hmm. and I and I guess you know it's hard to fault it for all the rapiness. But, I mean, I do fault it, but still, but it at is at the same time like, that is a reality. Um,
0: yeah, you would have to face in that scenario.
2: They're, I mean, they're thrown with like just a few like really hot women and just like. Told that there's no rules and that, mm-hmm. you know, no one's going to judge them or find out, probably. And it's that, like it really doesn't
0: matter. on Nobody, no one's going to come here till there's two of you left. So
2: And you can kill anybody you want. It's really just like. It's, it's really like you. It's going to bring out who people are.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Um, well, not even just who people are; it might like bring out some stuff in people they didn't know was there.
2: Yes. Yeah, I mean. Which,
0: in the case of the main character, turns out to be a good thing.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a coming of age story.
1: Yeah, a pretty brutal <laughs> one.
2: <laughs> yeah, and a survival
0: story. And I think based on all that we've talked about right now it's probably it'll probably get more into that when we actually get more information on the viewers per se but it's probably going to be one of those stories that turns its moral on the viewer it's like look at you watching this shit you sick motherfucker
2: (laughs) Mm, yeah kind of like Hotline Miami
0: yeah um, I think No More Heroes
2: 2 also does that Hmm, it's interesting. Yeah, I guess that's kind of that's interesting to think about us watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also like it's interesting that we're so disgusted
0: with it. <laughs> uh, I don't know how disgusted we are. Well, I don't know how disgusted I, you are per se. Um, with, I'm like, kind of more show. tired. Of a lot of the stuff that goes on in there than anything well, else. Well, yeah,
2: there's that too. It's I just mean that like, not that the show is bad, but just like it's really they're really going to some dark places. It mm-hmm. kind of ha- kind of hammering on them like a little too much. Yeah, it's a bit much to take, but it's almost like it's like a. Maybe that's the brilliance of the show, is that it's just too much. It's too much for the viewer and it's too much for the people involved. Mhm. That's the thing is it does feel like the stakes are like really high in each ep which is a hard thing to do and a hard thing to maintain over so many episodes. Like I, I don't know how they did it, but they they kept those stakes high when they were running from lizards. Mhm. Like they were for how scary the humans are not that the lizards were that scary but like he felt like they were a real threat and it was like a plausible thing that they have to deal with on the island like the tension was there yep but uh, as a it's almost like there's you know how Kojima always talks about how he has his insane jokes in there to relieve the tension?
0: Like, oh, yeah, like how he wanted a honking noise to happen if you touched the boob in the locker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, or like random jokes. It's like this, I feel like this has very... And then maybe that's a bad thing. I feel like there's not that many jokes or funny things that happen. Mm-hmm like there are lighthearted moments that but they're not funny
0: yeah they're, they're not quite the break from all the grim stuff that's going on
2: it's not quite a release it's like yeah, it's still that's it. it's because there's still tension because they're still on the island like they're sleeping in a room and they're resting and relaxing but like the windows are all wide open Mm -hmm. you know and then she gets attacked by the lady in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. it feels like they're never safe and like
0: but i guess that um yeah that matches the feel of that situation (laughs) yeah it's too that i've um not in this capacity but i've experienced that level of unending tension and Mm -hmm. it's rough Mm. so in and it'll it kind of makes sense of any sort of like breaks psychological or physical that occur. And yeah, I guess it's just the reality of the story, but it makes
2: it hard to watch. It does. But at the same time, I'm like, I gotta know what's going to happen next. Oh yeah. It's really weird. Like it's not one of my favorite animes that we've watched, but it's like, as good as some of them well maybe not but well, like it's it's good there's well it's
0: i want to say i want to give it two things in its favor there is we've established there is a clear level of competency here in regards to a uh, writing um character and story progression but um the other element that'll probably bring it down to a level that makes more sense to you is once you've seen it, because a lot of this is hinging upon that uh, serial uh, every episode is a cliffhanger type situation. Mm-hmm. Like, once there's no more mystery, once there's no more to be continued, like if you were to go back and rewatch it, it probably wouldn't be as... Good, necessarily, or maybe just as entertaining.
2: Yeah. See, I don't know. I feel like this might be one of those things that's still, like. I've talked about this, like, feeling before that I get, and I get it from. There's two movies that I can think of, and I've mentioned this before Inglorious Bastards and Revenge of the Sith. Every time I watch them, I think in glorious bastards i think they're okay everything's set up like what's your name is there they're meeting in the basement they're going to all make it out like they're just going to chill get a drink and then leave like it's going to be fine like every time like i, 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 I like in my time. head in my head i'm like maybe they're going to make it out this time mm-hmm. and, and when i watch revenge of the sith which there's something that that film did right, where every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, everything's fine, it's all good. Anakin's, like, he can make a choice here. Like, he'll be fine. Like, all he has to do is stand up to the Emperor or just not go there. Like, maybe he won't go there this time. Mm -hmm. Maybe it won't happen.
0: Maybe he'll he'll try to do it, break down, and Obi-Wan will see him, like, sitting there, and they'll kind of, like... Group up something. I know this feeling because um, for a while I owned a copy of the uh, Transformers animated movie, hmm. and uh, I guess spoil ours. It's the movie where Optimus Prime dies, hmm. and every time I'd watch that movie, there would be this small part of my brain that thinks maybe he'll survive. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's something, there's like, it's a very strange, specific sort of magic Mm -hmm. that's really hard to do. Yeah. It's hard to say if this will have it, but I I think part of it's related to, like, believability um, in what's happening, and maybe that might be related to tension as well, but... This certainly has a lot of tension, and I feel like if I watched it again, it would still be pretty tense. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm I'm getting kind of tense just thinking about it right now, actually. Yeah. But I don't know.
0: Mm -hmm. Like one last thing I gotta mention is I think uh, we finally got a clear list of all the uh, bombs uh what'd you mm-hmm. think of the two new ones the uh gas bomb and the homing bomb
2: haven't we seen the gas bomb before
0: i'm i want to say no well, i guess i'm not sure we may have
2: i think we have but i don't think we saw what it does to people yeah uh and it turns and so you into you, a mutant Is what it does it, it turns you into Fucking sloth From the goonies Yeah really But uh <laughs> I, I find the uh The weird little Homing helicopter bomb Like Really funny <laughs> Like it's just really funny Like he just holds it And it like It grows Helicopter Parts like a And little then flies propeller. away Yeah And then it does, makes a very small explosion yeah um you so, take a little picture with it and then it
0: goes after you <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's
2: uh it's real small and funny so Yeah, it's... when it it kind of made it a little strange when it played a part with <laughs> <laughs> such an emotional scene
1: mm-hmm.
2: there but I so but it was still kind of horrifying
0: yeah Well, since it has the smallest explosion, uh, that's how you end up with no hand.
2: Yeah. Rather than just being blown up. (laughs) You remember that scene in Armageddon when the scientist is describing how they're going to blow up the asteroid? Oh, when he talks about the firecracker. (laughs) I think about that a lot, actually. I saw something
0: else. I think it's... An anime called Coyote Ragtime Show, where they use that same explanation. Hmm. Like I guess they
2: were. He says he has a, somebody. He has a funny analogy about what happens when you close your hand around it. He says something about your wife is going to have to do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wipe your ass for you, or something like that. Yeah, remember.
0: some some weird phrasing like that. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Uh, and that's why they need to get Bruce Willis to travel to through space, and drill a hole in an asteroid. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a good movie. It is a good movie. Um, as bad as Aerosmith can be, like that song is so bad, but it's so good.
0: I like Aerosmith though.
2: <laughs> I. They're
0: over the top, but I like them.
2: They are they're, they're kind of the definition of so bad it's good for see me. I well, for you okay I don't I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> I mean I think they have a lot of mediocre I... sort of stuff mm. but like the original Dreamweaver I think it is mm-hmm. where his voice sounds totally different. When he's young, seeing that song. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, that shit's kind of amazing. Like, that and Don't Wanna Miss a Thing. Like, Don't mm-hmm. Wanna Miss a Thing is kind of my shit. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> they have their moments.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If we're gonna, um... <laughs> Have controversial opinions? Can I say I think Metallica is overrated?
2: Uh, yeah, I would agree with that one hundred percent. I think people who are into Metallica are weird.
0: I don't necessarily think they're bad, but like they're kind of like my go-to. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, this is actually not that good band. Um, Inner Sandman is my shit, though.
2: I don't even... I think I know the riff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember the video. I only know the song due to a wrestler who used it as
2: his entrance theme. Is that the one that's like... I think so. Yeah, it's a decent song, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> yeah, they're my dad knew somebody who did their album covers mm-hmm. back in the day. He's a airbrush artist, but uh, there they so I was kind of like I knew who they were as a kid, and then very quickly I realized that I was not into that.
1: mm-hmm
0: hmm. But um, uh, you got anything for our recommendations?
2: Well, they talk so much about rape, it's hard not to think about Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess if you want to see somebody handle the material better. Yeah, if you want tension and lots of trauma, um, but really, recommendation? I was re- watch a comedy. Yeah, watch,
0: recommend something to kind of balance
2: this. Watch Attack of the Clones or Episode One. Something bad that you can. Or something fun, the Fast and the Furious movies. Watch Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> something fun, cause this shit is depressing yeah you
0: should probably stay away from the survival game genre then because this is not the worst this is not the heaviest thing i've seen mm. i might have to not we might have to not uh, watch dead man wonderland mm. that's something like this but it takes place in a prison <laughs> huh
2: mm-hmm. that sounds interesting it's definitely interesting. Hmm. But yeah, Spider-Man 3. I'm thinking of, like, trashy movies that mm-hmm. are, I just want to, like, eat, like, popcorn. Mm-hmm. There's something that's not so fucking, like... And part of the depressing part is that somebody wrote shit like this. Like, that's... This, <laughs> that's, is,
0: this is fascinating, like... I think I think I found what, I guess, what area of entertainment or storytelling gets to you the way, like, tragedy porn gets to me. Hmm. Because this is the first time I've heard you, like, express that feeling of, like, why did you
2: make this? <laughs> it's not, like, why did you make it? Because it's good. It's just, like, it's too much. Like, it's, like, a couple of topics that I'm, like, okay with. But it's like they just keep hammering and hammering and hammering, and it's like, okay, like, are there other elements to this? I guess, I mean, besides running away from
1: lizards?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was a nice break.
0: It's like, is there something good here? Is there some some positivity somewhere? Does someone realize they really like living in the jungle, something?
2: Yeah, I see, that was a a really funny bait-and-switch, where the... End of the episode before the old woman was like, "Oh, there's a ghost. There's gonna be a ghost. We're gonna find the mystery of the ghost." And then it's like, "Nope, it's it's another rape." Victim. It's just
0: <laughs> someone who happens to live on the island. I don't think she was raped. Um, she well, she she, hates... she just doesn't trust men because uh, a specific man screwed her over. That's right. So many goddamn times, and in it's the another... worst
2: ways each time see i feel like this is it's definitely a a men are terrible anime
0: not quite but it does seem to be a very strong motivator i kind of wonder if um the author uh knew someone who had this feeling
2: see that's what i was thinking i feel like Definitely wasn't written by a woman. I can tell no. that right off the bat.
0: Well, not uh, even a feminist, I think.
2: <laughs> I feel like it was written by like a man who was like witnessed and like had some of this stuff in his life somehow or like would like knew about it. Maybe he was a doctor or a therapist or not necessarily, but or just had like trauma in his mm-hmm. life and like kind of like didn't really research more than that and mm-hmm. kind of just wrote this. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I have a theory on
0: that, and it's uh based on kind of based on it, it um, the it's based on the uh, novels that spawned the uh girl with the dragon tattoo and the two sequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently what motivated the author to create the primary character of that story is I think he saw a woman a woman assaulted or a woman raped and at the time was too terrified to act. Mhm. Yeah. So, like, he sort of creates this character that could not only survive this sort of situation, but take vengeance and be super badass. Yeah. And I feel kind of like uh, a slight different take on that. I feel very much that this this, uh, element in the story is about uh, the author of Batum maybe saving or helping someone he knew.
2: Yeah. Um... Like, I want to say it feels like it's kind of got its heart in the right place, but that it was written in ignorance somewhat.
0: I feel like it definitely means well. Yeah. Because it's not like she's just this horrible, I hate man, and that's like her one mode.
2: Yeah, it is her one mode, but you understand why. Well, it's her one mode, you understand
0: why, but like, See, when I first saw this element, I was, like, dreading the fact that I would have to deal with this till episode 12. Mm-hmm. And then she starts to turn around on the main character and maybe his mm-hmm. homie. But there's, like, even when she's, like, really uneasy around her, there, there's still this element of, like, when she realizes that a Fat Rambo's still around and she tries to leave multiple times knowing that he's after her. The fact Mm. that she saves main character dude when he's about to get his arms snapped. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she's wavering now. Like, I was not expecting this kind of progression at all.
2: I've seen things handle this way worse. Yeah, it was kind of nice that she's starting to get her own arc. But that was another thing I wanted to mention was... I still haven't seen Pacific Rim. Hold on. (laughs) I'm in my sister's room. Uh, Anyway, um, I still haven't seen Pacific Rim, but there's the Mako Mori test that I know about. Mm -hmm. And... She definitely doesn't pass, um, because her her arc...
0: The turnaround has to do with her
2: uh, internet boyfriend. (laughs) Well, it's not just the turnaround, but her entire arc revolves around men. Mm. Uh, She barely has any interaction with any other women. Well, there's only like (laughs) three on the island. Well, four, but one of them dies immediately. And one of them is not even supposed to be there. So it's like, it's just one of those tests to kind of gauge certain things. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. It does help to put things in perspective. Yeah. Especially with this one, Mm -hmm. like with the topic that they're covering, it's, I think it would help if it did pass that, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Very interesting show. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> they took something that would have normally been painful for me and actually made it, like, okay to watch. So, mm-hmm. definite props to the author there. Mm-hmm. But um, in regards to uh, recommendations, um, I think I listed, listed a bunch in the previous episode. If I didn't already mention Dead Man Wonderland, that's another one. Though that one's pretty rough. Actually, it's really rough, come to think of it. Mm -hmm. Granted, it's not all put on like a handful of characters. Uh, one character has a simultaneous backstory and arc that just like, I don't think I could handle. Like, I got Mm. so mad watching it. (laughs) Mm.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, if you, you, if you, uh, get down on this element of the survival game stuff then uh yeah Dead Man Wonderland's another one um Kaiji I'm recommending because the main character and his sort of progression through the story is similar to this character uh the main character of Kaiji is not as much of a shit but he is kind of uh I want to say he's not as much of a shit but he might be a bit more useless than this character (laughs) Hmm. Like he's he's both a neat and a delinquent. As hmm. opposed to just a shitty neat. Not to say a neat is shitty, but this guy is shitty and a neat. Yeah. Um what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Uh Talking about battle royale, one of the things that kind of like has similar elements but predates it, the uh, Running Man, <laughs> starring starring uh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's kind of like battle royale meets American Gladiators.
2: Hmm. There's another movie kind of like that from back in the day, but I can't really. I mean, there's a bunch of shit that are classics but mm-hmm. I can't remember. Uh, if running man.
0: <laughs> if you want to see a very, very goofy take on the man-hunting man, watch the pest. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that's about? <laughs> yeah, some rich guy hires a Leguizamo to be hunted.
2: Is that what that's about? Yeah. I never saw that. I think I've told you this before before. Uh, like, I have no memory of watching that, but I swear that somebody in, like, middle school, mm-hmm. like, either late middle school or early high school, was, like, telling me that at some point I wouldn't stop talking about that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they confused me for someone else, but, like, they were like, oh, yeah, you always talk about the past.
0: Yeah, they're probably thinking about somebody else. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you bring
2: that up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it might have been before I met you. Yeah. I
0: figured it would have come up between us at some point.
2: I'm going to have to look that up because there's a chance that, like, I... I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) To be concluded on the next episode. Yeah. Maybe we'll watch it for my show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah. Anything you want to say to the audience before um, we turn this off um, and reprimand our naughty co-host?
2: Yeah. Um, <coughs> uh, um, if you're a prospective writer, um, don't shy away from any source material or you know, any type of material that you want to talk about. But, uh, do your research. Mm. <laughs> Just you know, be I, be delicate.
0: I say. Um, um, yeah, I got nothing to say to the audience.
2: Okay. Do something fun.
0: <laughs> uh, go play Silent Bomber. <laughs> I keep talking about that, but I think I'm actually gonna do it tomorrow. So, I believe, as of now, the website is down. So, yeah, one less thing to plug, I suppose. Uh, I guess I'll let you guys know when it's up officially, but that probably won't happen until, um, we can confirm some degree of listenership. Sorry, I'm trying really hard not to thirst for comments, responses, feedback, whatever, but it's nice to know you're there. Anyway. The song you're listening to is Synthetic Highway. If you like it and want to hear more songs like it, check out uh, Submorphine at SoundCloud.com. That's uh, S-U-B hyphen M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E for Submorphine. The song you'll hear next is Anime Raku. You want to hear more songs like that, check out uh, Squareion and his Facebook. Uh, squ- uh, Facebook.com slash Squareion. S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. If you want to, uh, I guess, just uh, stay up to date with what we're putting out, you can find Hey Listen Radio on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Hey Listen Radio. Uh, subscribe to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Hey Listen Radio. Uh, add us on Twitter, uh, at Hey Listen Radio. Or, if you want to, uh, oh, wait, I missed a step. Yeah, we're also on Android, iTunes and Google Play if you just want to throw us in the feed. But if you want to talk to us or one of the hosts directly and leave out the other two, you can find me at otaku connect on Twitter. You can find Joe at nhp returns and you can find Mike at hyper 90s. And I have an officially unofficial Gmail for this uh podcast. Uh oldtakuconnection at gmail.com. There's no the. But yeah. So yeah. Uh contact us or something. But uh till then, thank you for listening and have a good night. I knew that you knew that I knew that I knew <laughs> so yeah. I put this everywhere. But I knew that you put yeah. everywhere, so I did this and then did that and then then now I have your bomb. In the next episode you find out which one of us made it off the island when we finished Platoon.